Hey guys, Jason at Hard Money Bankers. Hope all is well. Today I'm going to talk about staying in your lane and the term stay in your lane. And as I go through this podcast, you'll fully understand where I'm getting at. But there's three components to think about. First, you need to figure out what you individually want, what you're willing to do for it, and who you actually really are. There are so many people, especially real estate investors, that are chasing shiny objects and um, and and kind of going after things or making <laughs> unrational decisions because maybe they flipped the house and made thirty grand. And they're like, "Great, I'm going to quit my job. I just got to flip another house. I'll make thirty grand. Another house. Flip thirty. Make thirty grand. Another house. I'll flip. I'll make thirty grand." And I'm not saying that's not possible, but you need to stay in your lane. And like I said, you need to figure out what you want, what you're willing to do for it, how bad you're you know willing to work for it, and who you really are. Because there's there's some people that you know think there's somebody that they're not like most of us aren't Gary V, right? So, <laughs> you know, maybe you are, but most people aren't just willing to go all in, all in, all in. Um, so it's important to stay in your lane. Now I'm going to give you a few examples of some people uh, that I know that have been, tr have tried to get outside their lane. And as soon as they've tried to get outside their lane, it's really hurt them. And they were already successful as is. So um, they, they, they forgot about that. So I got a buddy who is uh, works at the government full-time W2 and he, and he flips some houses as well and he makes some side income and he he's done okay on, on these side deals. And every time I see him, he wants to do more and more and more and more. And I'm like, Hey, listen, you know, you don't, first off, don't quit the government. You have very good income. You have very, very good benefits. Um, you're not that old and you already have a lot of money uh, share, uh, stocked away in your 401k and your retirement plan because they have good matching programs and things like that. Hundreds of thousands of dollars already, not even that, all that old. And honestly, like you're not this real estate investing mogul. Uh, you've done a few deals and you'd enjoyed it, but it's a completely different mo business model afterwards. So stay in your lane, stay at the government, do a few deals a year as they come up, they kind of fell on his lap. They weren't, you know, obviously wasn't out there marketing super hardcore for him. And, you know, he had some access to private capital and he was able to use those to fund them. So it worked out great. It doesn't mean you have to go all in. It doesn't matter if uh, you're a full-time entrepreneur or full-time real estate investor or part-time. doesn't matter. Understand who you are and what you're capable of doing and what you want to do. He thought he wanted to live that, that free lifestyle, but most people need structure in your life. And that's why it was important for him to stay where, where it was. And um, this past year, he didn't have the opportunity to do any deals because he didn't fall on his lap. And, you know, God forbid, if he had quit what he was doing, he would have got himself in trouble. Okay. So I got another, buddy. I'm, I'm trying to give you three stories and I'm hoping you relate to one of these stories. I have another buddy who was a contractor and he started doing uh, work for some investors and some other side work. Uh, he also has a full-time job, uh, a you know, construction job that he works for a big company and he's an employee of them. And he started doing some side projects and he got a taste of that. And then he started working for investors, he never flipped properties himself. Then he worked for some investors and got a taste of that. And he was like, Jason, I think I should just go on my own. I'm like, don't go out on your own. You know, there's, it's a much different skill set. You know, what's going to happen uh, two weeks after you go after your own and you don't have that solid paycheck, you need that confidence, you need that solid paycheck that's coming in on a regular basis. Um, anyways, he ended up going on on his own and long story short, I'm not going to get into all the details, but he ended up back uh, months later uh, at another full-time job because, you know, money didn't come in two weeks later and it wasn't consistent. You know, people need consistency. Um, you know, it's, 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 you think about it and, 
the, the biggest trap that people fall into is the shiny object trap of, well, if this person's over here is doing it, I can do it because I'm smarter than them um, or I have more resources than, than them. Um, or they, they get a taste and they do that first deal um, and they make 30,000 bucks on it or whatever the case is, or they buy one rental that's making 1500 bucks a month positive cash flow uh, because let's say they bought it in cash or whatever. It makes less than that. Um, and they use other people, people's money and they forget, they forget that like, cool, that's one deal. Well, guess what? Now that you own 10 deals, now you got to hire an employee. Do you know how to manage people? Okay. Oh, now I got to learn QuickBooks. Do you know accounting? There's so many different skill sets as you grow and grow and grow and grow. Um, I mean, Robert Kiyosaki's setup, uh, you know, rich dad, poor dad, and then kind of keeping your, your day job, your W2 job. And that W2 job can be in real estate. doesn't have to be in real estate was always the smartest way to do it. And then replace your income after you replace your income and you have financial freedom of whatever you need, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, $10,000 a month, then you can go dabble with other stuff. And, um, and you can kind of wean out of that, but don't just make rash decisions. So I got another buddy who's a full-time investor and he was doing a few deals a year and making decent money on them on each deal. And that was his full-time job. He was always a full-time investor, but then he decided he wanted to kind of go all in on it and do more and more and more and more. And almost went bankrupt because he thought he could do twice as many deals and make twice as much money. It didn't work like that. He bought, he needed to buy more deals. So he bought slimmer margin deals. He had to go and he had to raise other types of different capital sources. So he had his hands involved in a bunch of different capital sources. He had to spend time, he had, he had to take on more overhead because he needed office. He needed uh, employees and things like that. So he took on more resources. And all of a sudden he did a lot, lot of deals worse. His product went downhill, uh, lost you know, reputation on that. So just, so just think through that. Again, figure out what you want, what you're willing to do for it and who you really are and really think through that. Um, I mean, we, Chris and I have been very transparent about, you know, we went out and we bought a bunch of rentals and we bought a bunch of flips and we, we hated it. it. We, we went in that direction where we thought we wanted to be in that direction because we thought we could make more money per, per our time on that. And really lending is what we love and lending is what we're good at and lending is what we've, we've stayed with. So hard for us to kind of transform from that. And you learn from that you learn, I mean, think about it. You're in your lane and you move over a little bit and maybe get sideswiped or something and you get put back in reality. So figure out what your lane is and stay in that lane and stay in that lane and stay in that lane. I'm not saying don't dabble in other stuff, but understand who you are and stay in that lane. Hopefully you found this helpful. Comment below. Any questions?